Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of me, myself and 40k with me, your host, Inquisitor Archer, known on the internet. If you don't know already, what we do on this podcast is we talk about the 40k or Warhammer 40k tabletop game. So the strategy, a battle game and obviously lore and everything else. Good, all that good stuff with it. Episode 37 this is. 37 times I've done this. I think it's amazing. So we've got a lot of things to talk about in this episode. In the updates, we've got lots of things. Obviously, the Tyranids and the Space Marines have been duking out in the new 10th edition, which I hope you are enjoying. I haven't had the game yet, but obviously I am hoping to I get one soon. We have a special guest in the chat along, which I'm not going to give it away just yet. But obviously, you'll have to find out by listening to the rest of the podcast. Not but not least, we have, I think, the best part of the podcast, which is the quizzes with the misses, where we quiz my missus Amber on the 40k miniatures and models or law. Can't miss that. All that in one podcast. What more could you want? So without further ado, we'll go straight on to the updates. All right, everyone, it's that time. It's the updates. So what has GW or Warhammer been up to sneaking around as a Tyranid, obviously stomping forward and blazing with Bolter and smashing with Power Fist in the latest 10th edition? Well, we've got a few things first. I think the big major one, which obviously most people will be aware of, is the battle for Ogram. I don't know how to pronounce it. So the results were basically if you bought the Leviathan box set with the Space Marines and the new Tyranids, you would get in a code. I don't know what it was. It was like a code or you could you could basically upload onto the Warhammer website like battles that you'd done and obviously which side would win. So it's obviously Imperial versus Tyranids. And obviously it was very tight, which you can find out on the website itself. Anyway, they've already, they've already published it. It's probably been there for about, probably about over a week or two now when this podcast comes out, but it was very close. And obviously, if you don't already know, the Nids won by 53%, 53% to the Imperium or Space Marines to 47%. So it was very tied. I mean, I think the last time I actually saw it on the internet, like the actual active sort of, sort of live one, I think the imperium was i think was just over like about like 51 percent to like 49 it's like oh what's it gonna be it's really close it's like one percent or two percent either way so obviously the tyranids or the nids managed to pull it back by by well basically a few percent and so that's why and obviously the reasons why they did that for obviously a marketing stratagem by warhammer obviously was to show off which new models is it this new space marine models or the new tyranids so obviously they have both ready already so but obviously because the nids won we saw all the new Tyranid models or the reveals for the new models. And basically, to be fair, I mean, like I said, people have listened to this podcast now. I'm not a nid by I don't really like. I think they're interesting. I think they're a very interesting race. But obviously, I'm not really down with obviously the nids and the Tyranids. Interesting faction. So the reveals that we saw were quite a few, actually. I've got them all written down. And so there's a few kind of wacky ones and then some were just like yeah okay replacements but we already knew anyway from the box set there was some new ones so they had like the psychoflage and the new neuro tyrant and stuff like that but then obviously they, they did the new reveal of the new sort of termagants and obviously we knew from there it was like oh we're gonna get new hormagants as well they showed off several on the website which you can see obviously they revealed like i said the termagants and hormagants i mean my review on them which one now i mean they're okay I mean, I think some of the, actually looking at them now on the actual website itself, some of the Termagants, I think kind of look a, bit, a little bit wacky, like the stance on them. Yeah, they look kind of a bit, like some look a bit a bit weird. But one thing is on the Termagants, they have new weapons. So they, can't, so they used to be given just a simple, I think it was like a, was it a Devourer or something like that? I don't know. I'm not a Tyranid player. But now they're giving the quite a few things you can have so here it says the full termogot kit includes a wide range of weapons flesh borers sorry that was what they had flesh borers spine fist they're not spine fist i'd like these they're like almost like boxing gloves turning boxing gloves which can shoot really close range devourers shard launchers never what that is a strangle webs which i have no clue what is either and a spike rifles now 
it has a little sort of asterisk next to it where it says you might remember them from second edition Tyranid Codex where everything was a little more something caliscopic or something I don't know but yeah so I'm glad that sort of like the because obviously they're the bog standard like line troops so I'm glad they've got like a sort of like more of a range of weapons so I think that's a good thing so that's a, that's a positive thing for the nids the players uh, for the termagots going on and go kind of going up in this sort of hierarchy gene stealer new gene stealer models and uh, to be fair i think they're pretty good because they kind of made i think they made them a little bit bigger sort of the, like the chichiton on the back i think they said like they made it sort of like look like they've got like extra plating and stuff like that and it says that they've got all the like the dribbly heads so the is it wygram or Rimgrim? you have basically kind of a full gene stealer squad of them from like the the moon of it's, it's a stupid spelling so that's good obviously you get the ones there's one that's like toxin sack in his mouth and it's got like like the spiker like sort of like the gene stealer kiss sort of like needle in its mouth sort of turn all your humans into you know, genius to the cultists. <laughs> I think they're good. The, how they're modeled and how they look. So there's one's like climbing on a rock, another one's like doing something else, one's like jumping, one's like leaping, one's like landing. And yeah, I think they all look really good. I like how they've took the time to address like the standard sort of genes to the culture, just like running with his arms forward, like going, where these ones have all got like different sort of like stance or like I said, they're climbing or they're jumping or they're landing. And I think the gene stills look pretty good. So, and obviously they've been around for ages. This gene still, the old gene still models. So it's good to see that they've revamped those ones. I mean, obviously people who have got loads of gene stills are going to be like, "God damn it, GW!" But I mean, just out the men, it looks like they will very easily slot into a Tyranid army if you already have gene stillers. So yeah, I don't think there's any complaints really. To be picky about them. Next one is kind of a funny one. It's kind of like the big artillery piece. It's the Biovore or Pyrovore. And I like how they made these ones. Because I remember the old ones used to be like, it looks like kind of like a gorilla. Because it has like big forearms and like a tiny little back legs. Then it had like the big artillery artillery gun on the back. Uh, They've obviously changed it now. And it kind of looks like the, the actual... Because they call them like, oh, they're, they're sentinel artillery pieces. And basically, that's what they are, the, the sentient uh, artillery pieces. And basically, it's just like a big massive gun on like a, it looks like a little, like a big giant scarab, got a little dribbly face. And then it's got like spiky sort of chitterdin sort of legs. And then it's got a big massive gun on the back. And obviously, the pyro's got this big massive cannon. And then the pyrovores have got obviously, like, it's like a, looks like a big sort of like gooey, like flamer, which obviously actually like spits out like, disgusting like toxins and venoms and gassy stuff and all kinds of stuff but now getting on to and and yeah they look good yeah fair enough i, mean, I think they actually look better it's like little like sort of like scarab like models and they've got like massive guns on the back but the ones that we really want to get to a few of these ones with the new ones where the lictors they've redone the lictors there's three variants so i'm presuming if you get a lictor you can choose sort of which you want to do you can do a normal lictor you can do this new sort of one this new variant it's like a neuro lictor or something like that i think it's called like a neuro lictor and basically that's the one where it's got like a weird tail and it's got like this weird spike on it on like its exposed brain obviously it's like the neuro tyrant where it's got like a spo- exposed brain so as it says that this one let me just quickly read it out for you so yeah so so they all created evolution and and a strain of lictor of like a psychological horror whose highly developed neuro organs basically it's a massive brain thing uh, emit a wave of psychic dread that causes even the most iron-willed warriors to experience an atavistic i don't even know what that means ad- atavistic terror response these psychic abilities grant them the ability to mask their presence by confounding their enemy senses, rendering them helpless of the main tuner force arrives to finish up. So basically it's just it's just a another variant of a lictor. I guess it can have psychic powers or something. But the best one I think is the one to last, which obviously I've known this one from like third edition, is the variant of the a variant of the lictor bioform is the Death Leaper. And obviously this is one with like massive, like these two massive like forward sort of claws. And it looks disgusting. And they even said like, oh it's even it says here we go the apex of the lictor bioform is the death leaper a rare evolution that has stalked battlefields for decades now like some chitinous spectre it's even evolved to get a cool flesh cape striking an even more fearsome figure than ever before right if you look on the picture of this flesh cape 
Yeah, okay. It kind of just reminds me of the Lord Virulence or whatever it is. He's got, he's got like the gooey like cape he's got. I don't know. I don't know about it. It's, it I don't know. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure about that. The model looks horrible. I mean, the head with all those like dribbly bits and like, it's got like obviously sp- like spike stuff coming out and this big massive talons and stuff like that. Looks cool. I'm not so sure about the cape, mates. I'm not so sure about the flesh cape. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that one. I think the last one that we really have to look at is one and only, which is the which is a huge model. It looks huge, and it's either there's two variants to it, which I'm presuming you get from one kit. It's the Norn emissary or the Norn assimilator, and so obviously they have two different things. It's basically it says like it's a champion of the sort of the Tyranids, and I mean I've listened to other podcasts and I think like oh this is almost like Primark sort of level, and I think it is. It's kind of like it's obviously it's going to be a character that's going to be able to do all kinds of shit. It'd be funny if this could if this could actually join like join a squad, but I don't think it will be. I think Primark might have just a lone operative, which obviously is kind of essential to it being a character killer sort of thing. So the model itself is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, like I said, I'm not even a Tyranid player. And yet this model is pretty damn good. I mean, I had to stop and look at this and go like, oh, now that's a Tyranid. And obviously the Norn Emissary. I think the Norn Emissary looks better than the Norn, what's it, what's it called? Assimilator. Because I think it's just like the the sort of like the back sort of like spines and like chitterton at the back of it. It just makes it look crazy. It's got like two like it's got like um a fan like chitterton like headdress, but at the very back it's got like two like braids as well. It's kind of funny. It's got a big massive horn, chitterton horn, spike, all kinds of stuff. Two sets of arms and stuff, and a big massive tail with a spike on the end of it. Yeah, it's it's. It's definitely it's definitely equipped for uh, killing killing stuff, and that's what it says that they used to they used to kill Pacific prioritized targets. And yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then going on to the non assimilator, and it's like this one is what is this? Is a the non assimilator is its raw strength made flesh when the high fleet has decided that a particular prey creature or fortification must be eliminated it sends forth an inexhaustible norn assimilator now i look at this model and i look back at the norn emissary i think the emissary looks so much better because it's got like the big like like I said the big sort of like fan of two sets of fans of like chitin on its back this one does still but it just i don't know it just looks a little bit not so not grabbing, not so like, oh yeah, that's amazing. It's just like, oh, just a big tyranid again. Just another big tyranid. We've got claws and stuff. Yeah, I do think the emissary is, it just looks more sort of, sorry to use, presence. More presence to it as opposed to the other one, which is the assimilator. Just like, it just looks like a big, like a big sort of carnifex slash sort of tyranid prime or whatever. Leader's called, I can't remember what leader's called. But yeah, so that is the update on 10th edition and obviously eventually probably straight after this episode these space marines will come out and i'll be like oh i just missed the space marines as well but oh well what are you gonna do so yeah that's all the tyranid updates for the 10th edition and we have a few other things that i would like to talk about is just quickly there's a few things which is one that the new dlc for the sort of pc the pc console game of chaos gate the demon hunter so the gray knights one which i was kind of on the fence about and i'm still on the fence about it but then we brought this new dlc with the execution force where now you can basically hire as part of your team of the gray knights uh, a whole assassin squad imperial assassins you can have the vindicare for your sniping the Eversur for blending you can have obviously the Kalexis and the Kaladis as well so and they look good look to be fair, I've seen gameplay. I've seen the intro trailer for it. Yeah, it looks good. I mean, it kind of like makes me actually makes me go like, I'll go. Oh, maybe I should actually look back on that game and and see if it's worth worth getting. But yeah, that's about it really for that. Maybe worth checking out if you already have it. Maybe it's worth checking out. And you know, if you do, and maybe you could send along views and obviously you know do that. But there's a few things I want to talk about. Two more things I want to talk about for the updates. Is one is this new brand new model, which I think we've already seen it, I think, a few, for a few months ago, is the new Minka Lesk. So actually, it's either Sergeant or Captain Minka Lank. So it's the new, to celebrate uh, Kena's finest warrior, is obviously this, she was a, what was it, a white shield? And she kind of, she was part of the 101st, I think, 101st. Let's have a look at the actual thing itself. 
to yeah, 101st Cadian. And it's part of a book, obviously, The Shadow of the Eighth. And it actually looks quite good. I'm actually interested in because I haven't read very many Imperial Guard books. And this is me going like, this is me going like, oh, maybe I should give it a go. And then actually, there's a whole whole sort of series. There's, there's five stories to collect for her sort of, sort of Cadian and, you know, fighting in Cadia as like a white shield and going through the ranks. So obviously, I presume, and get promoted to like a corporal sergeant and obviously now an officer. So she's, she's, she's a captain now. And I mean, apart from the book itself, I think the mini looks amazing. And obviously, you can make that mini as either like a sergeant where she's got a las gun instead. We can make it as a captain. So she's got a bolt pistol and a power sword. And I think either, either one looks pretty cool. It's obviously it's for a limited time, so obviously I'll say this, obviously for most Imperial Guard fans, so you can obviously get this now. It's basically out now, or pre-order now, from the 22nd of now, so basically two, a few days behind, or ahead, until the 7th of August, so you've only got about a week or so to get it, and then you'll be guaranteed it when it ships out, sort of thing. And so, yeah, I think it, she looks a cool character, and from what, I've, what I have read, little I've read about her, she sounds she sounds like a really cool character a really cool character for a guard sense as well so yeah i mean i think i think the guard have so many cool characters and you know they're just human at the end of the day you know these girls these girls these girls these ladies and these gentlemen you know in the imperial guard you know that are doing these amazing things that you know alongside like things like space marines or you know other imperial you know forces it's quite amazing you know, and they've got the balls to actually actually do this kind of thing. So actually, that's an interesting concept. And I think, you know, it's almost making me go like, yeah, I might actually buy that book, actually, uh, The Shadow of the Eighth, because it's it sounds quite a good novel. And lastly, but not least, well, it's last, it's last for the updates. Warhammer have finally said, no, we're going to stop making firstborn miniatures or firstborn space marines, which I'm sure some people be like, some people be like, yay, or some people be like, oh, crap. And so just quickly run through it. See, the new codex will be coming out very soon. I'm going to probably say in the next, I don't know, three months maybe. And they'll bring out the codex. And they're getting rid of lots of things. You can probably see this on the website anyway. I'll probably go for all of them. Just a few things that I'm like, oh, that's a shame. But they're getting rid of all the bikes, the land raiders, the scouts even. That's the thing though. Scouts are, you know, a big part of Space Marines. I understand that obviously it's not a big thing anymore for Primaris, where you just get Primaris Marines and that's it. You don't even need to go for the Space Scouts thing anymore. But I'm hoping that they, they make a new a new range of Scouts. Maybe, hopefully, don't know. I mean, we already have like Primaris Scouts from like the Black Templar ones. Are they going to just make them? Don't know. Are they interesting, won't it? They're also getting rid of the Command Squad. A company command squad and also i think the one that i'm really sad about because i like this model is the iron clan dreadnoughts now i was going to get one of these for my death watch now i can't now because they're all gone <laughs> but then again if, if they're getting rid of them then what's the point of having one i mean i think the kit looks cool with like the extra plates of armor and stuff like that and the the, the chain fist and stuff like that and you know but oh well I guess it's salute him off and say goodbye to the Iron Clan Dreadnought. Maybe we'll get something else. Or so the only Dreadnought model we've got left. I want to get rid of the the normal Dreadnought model as well. So the only we've got the only one we've got left is the Venerable one, which is basically just being a normal Dreadnought now. Which I don't see the point in that because there's a difference between the Venerable and the normal Dreadnought. So it's like okay, whatever. There are my thoughts, and obviously catching up to date if you're not up to date but i'm sure you are because obviously i'm sure these things are a little bit old now it's maybe a week or, week or two old but they're my thoughts on all these updates from the warhammer range and so we'll go into the next part which will be the chat along with our very special guest all right so everyone welcome to a, another chat along with me your host and obviously today we have a very special guest it's one no other than James Alexander, one of the most iconic voice actors on the Dark Tide 40k. If you haven't already played it, then you have to go to Steam now and download it. He plays or he voices the judge in this game, as it were. And obviously he has obviously several other titles to his name of voicing. So it's nice to have you on the on the podcast today, James. It's thank you very much for joining me on this podcast. Hello there. No, thank you very much. I'm, I will say it, you, you definitely oversell, oversold me, but <laughs> I, I appreciate the hype. It's very kind of you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, hello, uh, hello everyone. Yes, I am the voice of the the judge personality, the male judge for the uh, zealous class in Warhammer 40k Darktide. The one who's always shouting like this, pilgrims! That guy. <laughs> 
I, I, I am he. Thank oh. you for having me on the pod box, Inquisitor Archer. It is an honor. That's amazing. Yeah, I was actually, go. I was going to ask you to say, <laughs> I didn't want to be too into it and say, ask you like, please do the voice. Please do the voice. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll do the voice all day, mate. Don't worry about it. All day. All day. <laughs> but you are, also, you have, you haven't just obviously, I don't obviously just put it all on the dark tide. Obviously, obviously it's the biggest thing. Obviously it's the first thing that I've obviously heard you in. Of course. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, no, I lie. It's not the first thing I've heard you in because I what? know other, th other games that I've actually heard you in, but didn't know it was you. For instance, Division Two. I played that game until my fingers bled. Shot me in the face a lot in that game. <laughs> no, I would have deserved it as well. So, you know, it's it's an honour to be shot by all of you in the face. I deserve it. Do it a bit more. <laughs> so yeah, so Division Two. That was one of my my one of my earlier gigs. I voiced a lot of like the hyena characters. These uh, horrible. This gang who will wear gas masks, real scum of the earth, you know. And also, like, um, some voiceover, like, clips, audio clips you'd find about the game, like, my mind's forgot. You know, collectible audio files. Mm. That is not the word, but I cannot remember. <laughs> I've also done the, my voices in Formula One 2021, 2022, Grid Legends, Company of Heroes 3, Horizon, Call of the Mountains, a big one. My, mm. my, fa my face is in that, which is incredibly surreal still. What can I still talk about? Because I've got a few things coming out still which I can't talk about. Uh, I, I, I want to really yeah. badly, but I can't. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've done a fair, you know, there's a few things built up over the past couple of years, which it's an absolute honor to be a part of. And here's hoping that I can, you know, keep it going. Who mm. knows what awaits me, you know? Well, I mean, I did a very quick... Uh, look, obviously, on I've just googled your name and I've seen obviously all these things come out. I was like, no way, he was in that. No way. A bit of a background <laughs> check, did we? Eh? I, I did, yeah. Well, well, you know, as an inquisitor, I have to do these things to make it's sure true. you know you're not, you're you're not doing your job. Yeah. <laughs> when I put my name into Google, the first thing that comes up is James Alexander Estate Agents in Norbury. Following well, that, James Alexander Clothing. So. Oh really? <laughs> not quite the famous voice actor I thought I was. No. <laughs> 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 yeah but it i mean obviously who hasn't paid dark tide yet i mean obviously when dark tide was actually released or when it was even advertised i was like that game is going to be awesome vermintide 2 was amazing dark tide 40k version of it is going to be even better absolutely um, yeah i have to admit to you that i haven't actually played the male judge I played the female uh, judge. Then why even... why am I even here? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 um, no. At the end of the day, like every single voice actor in that game, from the playable characters mm. to the you know the enemies and yeah, you know, the background voices are all fantastic. Like imagine, imagine me being like, you can't play as anyone else but my character. I don't care if you prefer the Ogryn or you know the. Uh, what they called Varens, you know, shouting at each other all the time like that. Yeah. But no, I um no man, players who you want to play as, whatever mm. agenda you want to play as, man. I'm just I'm like one of like 21, 24 playable characters. So like it's I'm over it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right, just do it. Just go over it. It's under the bridge or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm fine now. I'm over but... it. Now, to be fair. Uh, the lady who plays the female judge is fantastic as well. And also the psyker. Um, but I mean, no, no, we have to focus on the judge because obviously the judge is you. The judge is your iconic piece. And I mean, the lines, I mean, because I think it was your first voice that I even heard mm. before even knowing you. <laughs> um, <laughs> is It's the first one I heard when they released sort of like the adverts and obviously the trailers for it. And it was just like, that sounded cool. That is an Ooh. awesome. Yeah, it was. It sounded yeah. so cool. If I think if it's what I think you're on about, I it was it like the Zealot Spotlight class trailer. I think so. I probably because probably was. I was. Yeah, I was on the tube in London because me and my wife are getting the train to Disneyland. Yay! Uh, <laughs> when that come out, and it come out, I was on the tube and I listened. I was like, "That's my voice." <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what I say in the trailer now. It's something like, oh, yeah, justice plays no favorites, nor do I. The corruption fear me as readily as the heretic or the traitor. Oh man, I love that line so much. The one thing about being a Warhammer, you get so many cool lines. 
It's yeah. ridiculous, man. It's like in the best way. It's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. Not not because of me saying it, it's just the lines are just good, you know? Mm. Just good, everyone. Sorry, I went on a bit of a yeah, carry on. Sorry, no, 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 you you, <laughs> you fill your boots. You, you're more than welcome to fill your boots on this channel because it's so amazing because obviously with the way we met or the way we we sort of sort of connected, it was actually you were on you were you were you were playing Dark Tide as the judge. Yes. And yes. I just and me and me and my my partner Amber, also known as Jada, we were like, it's the voice actor. Shall we just jump in and have a go? And we we're like, why not? And then <laughs> you were like, you were like, yes, just join in, join in. Oh, yeah. Do you want to play? Do you want to play with us? I'm like, um, no, because I'm a coward. Because um, <laughs> uh, I think it was Jaded who was the first person you actually played with you. Yes, um, it was. Yeah. And I was like. I'm I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> so it's so intimidating. Oh, yeah, he oh was. Goodness. You were. You were. You were. You seemed like very. I'm not. I'm not intimidating at all. I'm like, I'm like a wet piece of paper, man. I'm just like, you know, in the corner, like. Well, <laughs> well, if you roll, if you roll it into, if you roll it into, like, like, ring it really tight and hit somebody yeah. with it. I can, yeah. I can, I can cause <laughs> lacerations. But I could also, rip in, I could also rip in half. So you know, it's like a, it's yeah. a theoric, it's a theoric victory, is what it is. You know, yeah. like a glass hammer, really, isn't it? Sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good description of me, guys. If you want to, if you want to describe me, a glass hammer is perfect. Glass <laughs> hammer, huge glass hammer. Yeah, just a six foot glass hammer. But no, yeah. but no, you are, you are right, Archie. So um, I started streaming roughly around when Dark Tide come out on PC and uh, the voice actor for the professional veteran male male class, he <laughs> gave me some advice on how to get into streaming. So I, I started it up and then I was just doing streams, you know, um, doing the voice and we've built this amazing community, which is known as Team Beef. Mm -hmm. And um, Archer and JD are a part of it. And it's, you know, it's, it's amazing how me just doing a silly voice, say silly voice, you know, a very, very serious, Acting job, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, it's funny how that can bring so many people together. So I'm, you know, and that's how it's led to here. So it's wonderful. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad, and I'm glad that I, because obviously it was me and Jade who were like, oh, we look, because we, we just left, uh, I think, a Discord or something like that, because obviously it was problems that we're not going to discuss in this. Uh... It does happen. Yeah. <laughs> Inquisitor. Let's get into it. <laughs> no, let's get into it right now. No, Inquis inquisitorial stamp on that. No, 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 can't be. Has to be redacted. But we were just think we're just looking around for like, and we just obviously we came across you, and it's like, oh, this is great. Um, and it's been, it's been, it's been cruising all the way since. Um, yeah, man, literally, it's, been, it's lovely. Again, I obviously, obviously, I'm, I think I already have said, but obviously, I appreciate obviously you coming onto the podcast because obviously I know your time is obviously very busy doing all your obviously your voice acting. Like you say, oh, got, it's got, okay. But you've got obviously new things obviously in, in the pipe work. Now I have to say, obviously you don't have to say it at all. I say no, I know you're not going to anyway. I do hope <laughs> I have to say it though, I have to say it. I hope you are in Space Marine 2. But oh, if you're not, man. if you're honestly, not, that's fine. Honestly, if you honestly, are, I love it. I, you know, I honestly I, mean... I, I will categorically say now I I'm not in that game. And oh, I no! Be you know what oh, I mean? Oh, no! Know, but, oh. but, 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 the chance, I mean, it doesn't come out till like, the end of the year. And ah. There yeah. may be some additional voices opportunities that may come up, maybe. And if they do, I need to be in the game. I need, I, I, I need to be in Space Marine 2. I don't I want how. you. I want Even if I'm just in the background going, <laughs> ah! Oh, you know, that, that, that's, that is, that's enough, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we shall see. But, yeah, man, honestly, like, that game looks amazing. Doesn't it? It's, oh, God, it does. Oh, God. It does. I had to, I had to go back and play the first one when they, when they released, when, when they, I when they released it. You need to do that, actually. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I think I got it free at some, I think it was in one of the White Dwarfs. Actually, one of the White Dwarfs actually had it free at one oh, point. Yeah, um, but I think on Steam it's, it's. I don't think it's that much, really. To be fair, but I that brought back so many memories. But we're not talking about horrible that. Horrible memories. Yeah, sorry. Horrible. We're not talking about that. We're talking about <laughs> Dark Tide. But also, I mean, we have to discuss this, obviously, on a forty k okay. podcast. Forty k. Forty k. What do you know about forty k? What what's that? What, what do I know of forty k? Yeah. What what what's what? Nothing. What's your, what's your shit? Nothing. It's just about like you know. It's just. And in a big suit, shooting guns in it. That's all I know about 40k. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> so uh, what do I know about? I mean, 
is it is it ever possible to truly know everything there is about 40k no that's a question that's a question for another day everybody <laughs> but um no <laughs> so i guess start from the start you know so my dad was into like a warhammer like he never collected it but he liked the designs and the character designs and stuff like that and obviously when i was as i was of ripe age to be conscripted into the forces of the beneficent emperor i um he bought a set of space marines yeah and he pa he painted them in everybody's favorite color ultramarine blue and uh <laughs> And because at that point, I didn't know about the other chapters and like that. I just assumed that Space Marines, another name for them was Ultramarines. Oh, okay. And then when I was when I visited Games Workshop for like the first time, I was like, why are they all different colors? Why are they red? Why are they green? <laughs> what is this? Uh, yeah. And so then um, obviously at that same visit, I started to get a feel for like the wider scope and then learn about, you know, Warhammer fantasy as it was at the time mm. and uh so in terms of what we collected so we were more of a collector than a player we tried to play it okay couldn't couldn't really get into it but that was because we did one game and i think you need more than just one game to get into the cave playing mm. so we well yeah it depends but the game we played seemed highly complex <laughs> and um <laughs> we we uh <laughs> we and uh we bought say we my dad bought a set of uh, Tau Fire Warriors. Oh. And some Necrons. Because at that point, it was very much like, who looks cool? Who do we vibe with? And we got some Necrons and some, uh, you know, uh, Tau. Now, I get a lot of flack for liking the Tau. You know, I, get a lot, I get a lot of flack for it. And as a voice of, a, of an this Imperial Judge, I get even more flack. There's nothing wrong with the blue skin Xenos, okay? No, um, but so yeah, so that's more how, that's how it started. And then Dawn of War came out. Oh, yes. And now I've always been quite, you know, no, I have always been massively into you know, games and stuff. So when I knew there was like a an RTS version of Warhammer 40k that didn't require me to read a rule book, I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, slap it in. And, uh, <laughs> yep. So, uh, yep, I'll take that. And then I was like. Mm, Blood Ravens, oh, Red Space Marines seems a bit chaos for my liking. No, oh. and then um, we <laughs> no, I didn't think that. And so uh, yeah, I played to that and loved it, and then played uh, Winter Assault and loved that. And then when the Tau came into in Dark Crusade, oh, Oof. you know I was all over that. So I I kind of got more exposure from 40k through playing the video games and actually playing the tabletop stuff. Okay. You know, so that's where my dad bought the codexes as well for certain armies, so I had a read of them as well. Couldn't okay. tell you what I remember from them, obviously. <laughs> Gene seeds, am I right? You know. Yeah. But um. <laughs> so so that's more or less it. And then for a while, it kind of went a bit dormant. Like when I got mm. like, late late teenage stage, not because I didn't think it was not cool anymore. I just kind of fell out of it a bit. You know, just you know, your other interests. And then I see the trailer for Dark Tide, and I'm like, oh, firm inside in 40k. Yes, please. And then I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll catch up on that story later, everyone. <laughs> part, part two. Mm. That's that's amazing. I mean, presuming that it, it would have been in maybe third edition, presuming third or fourth edition. Presume away, because I, 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 I couldn't tell you, to be honest. With okay, you. no worries. Because, I mean, because obviously that's, that's kind of when I got into it, end of second, uh, early third edition, where... It was like the really See. thin, really thin codexes, like the little like wafer thin codexes. Yeah, like the... let's say they're about like the, like a sta like a standard graphic novel kind. Yeah, of. Are they yeah. now like hardback books woven in leather. Yeah, pretty much the like yeah. bibles now, um, hard <laughs> hard hardback bibles, and cost probably three times as much as well. Uh, so that's what I remember as well. And I actually remember, do you say the Tau and the Necrons in particular? I remember oh, yeah, in third man. edition when those two races or factions actually came out. It was the Tau and it was the Necrons and they came out together. And, and I actually... Oh, they I, did? Yes, that explains did. why I got them around the same time then. Yeah, that explains yeah. it. Yeah, they there were new factions which were brought out like and these are like big massive like drops of yeah. new a new faction of Tau or these people in like, you know, battle suits and, you know, and stuff like that and drones and stuff. And I was like, they look pretty cool. I actually did actually buy. I actually started buying a towel set, so I can't. I have to hold my hands up and go, 
I did actually. I actually have the original third edition Tau Codex. Respect, so, so, mad respect for you. I so think we f- might have that as well. So the fur, it's a black, a black, it's like a black one. It's like a black cover, and then it's got like obviously like the towel, like a. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah for seven ninety nine on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I remember when they first came, and the Necrons are amazing because obviously the Necrons, obviously you know the almost like Terminator esque. Yeah, um, really so, ominous looking. I mean, the first art of them coming out the pyramid. It's all green. It's all oh, yeah, yeah. atmospheric. I was like, yes, I like it. <laughs> yeah, and they still. I mean, I'd say obviously both both of the Xenos races. They're they do still get a lot of shit. I do have to admit. I mean, I agree. I mean, I can't. I can't say anything. I was. I was a Xenos player. I used to play Orcs. Was my my army in third edition. So I used to play yeah. a lot of the big orcs. <laughs> uh, just lots. Put lots of bodies on the table. Run it at them and see what see what sticks. <laughs> get the get fungus gang out there see how they do basically that was it yeah, yeah. um so yeah but obviously now in uh, i kept because obviously i did i don't know i don't know why i'm talking about my own shit when i should talk about yours but yeah i had the same <laughs> as you i i had a gap and then obviously came back to it later on uh in eighth and obviously then I, uh yeah uh, so yeah Archer, it's okay to share your life experiences you know You're but i mean every too. everybody knows this on the podcast anyway i probably said it, it's probably about but 30 do they? 37 times already i d- i don't know this so, <laughs> you know, it's it's new to me yeah you know, slack guys come on <laughs> yeah well i came back in eighth so obviously yeah. a few two editions back and i did it for obviously more mental health reasons i thought i'm not going to collect i'm going to just sort out all my all my old shit repaint yeah. it. it might be good for my mental health and then um, unfortunately uh i got you know i made friends in the hobby and they said why didn't you have a game with me i'm like you wanker! You wanker! You did it! Yeah. You set it! You see it! You've done it! You've done yeah. it! Now, haven't you? <laughs> Get the old forty k needle back out! Oh, yeah. oh mm. it's been too long. <laughs> Plastic crack! Yes. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's good. <laughs> but yeah, that's really good. That's that's really interesting. How about obviously how you obviously got into it? Obviously, obviously for your family, your your father. Yeah, particular. I didn't paint them. I didn't. I wasn't the painter either. I am not to be trusted. My dad is very talented with uh, okay. yeah, paint. So he he painted them because but with the Necrons, he put like a bit of rust on them. Oh, yeah, that cool. was a little flare. And you know what? I really liked it. But yeah, sorry. I just thought I'd point that out. No, no, no. It's yeah, of course. I mean, if 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 you say that obviously your father was obviously you know a good artist, then obviously and then he had his little twist on them. That that's a nice yeah. thing to see. That of course that's the thing I liked about paint or painting or hammer is the fact is that you can put your own personal touch onto them as opposed Absolutely. to just painting them as the poster boys you know ultramarines poster boys or you know the <laughs> poster boys of any faction sort of thing you know yeah. goths or orcs or you know the towel for the you know for the towel and you know the martyred ladies for the sisters it, it's i've always gone for a underdog when it comes to obviously painting my model I, I like that i like to hear that from other people like the they, yeah. they actually think about and actually put their own twist on it. It's nice to hear that, that people are doing that. And your father, obviously, at such a younger age, as you said, you know, years and years ago, doing that still for your amusement. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's it's for his as well. It wasn't a completely one sided deal. He was he was very much into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, Dad? <laughs> you were into it, right? <laughs> um, yeah. He's there crying, painting my <laughs> God, <laughs> isn't <laughs> <laughs> I have to do this for my son. Oh, oh the boy. next one. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But apart from that, I mean, obviously, I don't ask to really say. I mean, you've had sort of like, like say, an up and down background of being exposed to Warhammer, obviously from a very young age, obviously, as yes. most people are. And obviously, having a bit of a drop off, and then obviously, like you say, bringing back to obviously Vermintide two, and then obviously the Dark Tide, the forty k version of it. Obviously, now Dark Tide, obviously being its own sort of standalone. It's amazing, and obviously the game itself. I mean, I mean, it did have, it did have a little bit of a bumpy, a bumpy start. I think it's only only because of a few things that obviously a few glitches and things, which most games do anyway now. Anyway, so I'm not going to put any 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 true, salt in the true. wound there. But it is an amazing game. If anybody hasn't played it yet, I would fully recommend. And obviously, I think now, yes, I think one of the first classes you need to play is the male the male zealot or preacher. Be um, me, pilgrims. <laughs> It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's what I was saying about like obviously earlier is that um. So I knew about Dark Tide years before I was even involved in it. 
Like okay. it wasn't it wasn't like a hey hey you know games coming out your part. It's like that. I think I learned about it even before I was voice acting because I think I started voice acting roughly about 2017 2018. That's that's from when I went. I want to be a voice actor. You know, one day. And obviously, it's only just come out. Apparently, it was first announced in 2020. So yeah, yeah. I was yeah. So yeah, well, I was just getting into voice acting when it was announced. But anyway, um, so yeah, so when the audition come through for some, I didn't know it was for Dark Side. It was just very because they they usually cut out details in the scripts mm. to hide any obvious lore things that I'll be like, oh, I know what this this is. But one of the characters was just called Ogren, so you're like, oh, I know what that is. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> so um. Bit obvious, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, a bit obvious. So, um, I initially auditioned for the cutthroat Acadian veteran, okay, uh, the, the judge zealot, and a ogren. I don't know which class it was, personality. And uh, it's funny because the, the lady who does the voice for the uh, female cutthroat she chose the exact same accent and vibe I did for uh, my version, so I'm very happy that my, my local Birmingham accent has kind of been uh. into the game. But yeah, so I did the audition for the um for the judge, and then yeah, you you send it off and you forget about it. You try not to think about it because you know you want that job so bad. Mm. And uh, yeah, sent it off and go about. It. And then I got a message saying, you know, we'd love for you to come in for a secondary audition. Oh. And guys, secondary auditions for me terrifying. Oh shit. Yeah, you know, because because not terrifying. That's that maybe at the time it was because it was my first callback audition. So I was like, oh, oh, I'm not in my own booth anymore. I'm not just doing it my own whim. I have to physically do it for people. But uh, I, went, I went in, did my thing. And, uh, you know, that was it. Because initially the, the judge I sent the audition for was a lot more composed and kind of mysterious. Kind of looked down on, on people but didn't always particularly shout. And then they were like, can you shout in the voice? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then we did all, this, all this, did all this angry shouting, and then they said, "Can you take that kind of energy and put it into this monologue?" And I did that, and you know, the rest of it is, I'll say, the rest of it's history. I, I got the job, you know. And then uh, on my first session recording, Dark Side, I humble, little humble brag here, I broke a mic with the power of my voice. You the did. Microphone, the microphone did. physically stopped working because of how loud I was shouting. You, d I remember you either you saying that or, yeah. yeah. And is actually hey. isn't it? Isn't there like a clip or a picture of you like this isn't working anymore? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> there's a few. There's a few pictures of the mate. There might be one of that. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is, guys, the emperor's the emperor's will cannot be contained into a headphone microphone. Okay. It's beyond that. Okay. I, I, I'm nodding okay. my head. I'm nodding <laughs> yeah. my head. Going, yeah. Emperor, emperor <laughs> protects. Emperor smites. Emperor, you know. All that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you did. You broke a mic. He, he's yes. so see, see everyone, he's so powerful. Yeah. His his <laughs> his will towards the Emperor as the judge. He broke a mic. I, he broke I do a mic. Feel bad. I do feel don't bad. feel bad. <laughs> no, they're expensive. <laughs> don't feel bad, man. I don't feel bad. I'd be like, that's an achievement. Tick. Broke a mic. Deal with I, it. Mic drop. I, yeah. <laughs> drop the mic, pilgrims. Drop the mic. Yeah, yeah. It's um, no, it's been amazing. Like it's been because we we've been recorded. We recorded Dark Side more or less once a week for an hour, from at least wow. late January twenty twenty two to uh, late September twenty twenty two. Oh wow! That's a lot, a lot of shouting, guys. You know, <laughs> and also now we have the odd kind of pickup session for future DLC and. Oh, I say, if you do, at this point, I'm talking to you. I I know everything the players know. I've done no recording for anything special, you know, or uh, new or anything like that yet. So you can't oh. squeeze me for information, Archer. <laughs> I'm afraid. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Maybe one day. But also, quick little extra fact: if you've watched what are they call the Tertium Vox things, it Tertium Uprising, what it's called, it's like the the promotional material they released. Is it Morrow? Morrow's talking to a little lackey. I am the voice of that lackey as well. Oh, really? So, oh, uh, if I you... might have. Okay. Yeah. When he goes, Emperor, have mercy, they're gone. The whole squad's gone. That is me as well. So, uh... I'll be honest with you, most of the voice actors in Dark Side have got multiple roles, whether it's you know, small or little hints here and there. 
They make oh. they make use of us, you know. They make use of us. Excellent. That's really that's a nice little tip, actually. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. There you uh, go. <laughs> well, anyway, I don't want to keep your time any longer, the judge. Uh, again, thank you so much for being on my podcast. It is amazing to actually have actually a 40k celeb on the podcast once it's actually uh-huh. been really really nice to talk to you person i think this is probably the first time i, I think i said when i started we started setting up like this is actually the first time i've actually talked yes, to you properly is, yeah. and yes. it's actually really nice to actually finally actually talk to you and you too, man. You too. geek around a geek about 40k and obviously you're Always. obviously your part in dark tide and again i mean i still need to play that game i still need to finish it i still need to play honestly it. it's 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 surreal hearing my voice in the game it really it really is the it's 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 not to sound cheese but it, it is an honest it's an honor it really is because it's it's a competitive field in the first place but like mm. you know, loving warhammer as a kid and then as an adult being in warhammer game is just, it's amazing and, and here's to many many more warhammer you know uh, games under my belt down the line maybe but no I... honestly it's it's a uh, thank you to everyone who supported me as well because it's it really yeah it really really helps no, no. Uh, thank you so much for being, and obviously your talent, obviously being a voice actor. I think I can say for, well, hopefully all the people that listen to my podcast, I'm sure they are more, you know, welcome. Yeah. Obviously, if you've played Dark Tide, I'm sure they are applauding and obviously saying, you know, thank you, James, for being <laughs> a part. A part. You ne- but the thing is, that I think about it, you are part of the law now. You are, you I are, know. You are in a character so... in 40K. And it's I will so remember weird, that as well. Man. You are the judge. You are the judge. You are the zealot preacher in the law now. So, mate, it's so weird. I I, <laughs> I struggle to comprehend that I am like a minuscule part of Warhammer. Like it's 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 so cool, but it's so weird in a really good way. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if Henry Henry Cavill's like, "Hello, James. I wanted to um uh reprise the voice of the judge in my uh Warhammer 40k Amazon series." I'll be like, "Henry, mate, you have me at hello. Let's do this thing." You know what I mean? <laughs> I or, ta- or it, even if like, because I, <laughs> you know, I don't look like the judge. You know, I am nowhere near as well hard as the judge. I'm all talk. Let's get that out there. But if Henry Cavill was like, you know what, can't give these guys main roles, but if they want to be Imperial Guardsmen or something, get them in. I'd be like, yes. I would I would love to wear an Imperial Guardsman outfit. I'd be like, yes, Henry, I'm doing it. I'll be there bright and early at the fitting room. I'll die instantly. Yep. Tyrann- tyrannid me, orc me, uh, <laughs> chaos me, whatever works, Henry. Just 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 give me that outfit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think most people I think I think Henry Cavill as an actor himself, uh, he can persuade most people <laughs> to do what yeah. is bidding for him. You know, it's really weird because obviously we know Henry Cavill is like mad into Warhammer. You know, yep. we know we know he is. We know he PC games. Oh yeah. So there's a possibility that Henry Cavill has heard my voice in mm-hmm. the game. Henry Cavill himself has heard my voice in the game. Now that's weird he, to think. Now, do, yeah. <laughs> now, does he like it? Don't think about it. Forget about it. Fifty <laughs> percent chance he does. Fifty percent chance he doesn't. Does he play as my character? Even lower possibility. But let's not think about that. But the fact is that Henry Cavill <laughs> potentially has my voice in the game is incredible, man. It's so surreal. But yeah, it's cool. He's, he's actually got the mod uh, judge mute. <laughs> judge game. mute. Oh, I don't want to, male judge. Just male judge mute. I, no, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. yeah. It's just white noise. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I didn't even think about that. That is cool. Yeah. Someone brought it up to me. Uh, I think it was my wife. She mentioned it, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's cool. So anyway, thank you, James, for being on the podcast. I, thank again, you. I appreciate so much that you actually took your time out being the judge and actually jumped on <laughs> to talk to me on uh, this podcast. I suppose when slaying heretics, one must have a brief reprieve from all the holy fire and zealotry. But no, um. No, thank you, man. It's an absolute pleasure. I love talking about it, and I love meeting people who are, you know, into it. So, thank you, man. Thank you so much. It it means the world to me. No, you're welcome. Also, sorry for having hay fever. I do something bunged up. I've got hay fever too. (laughs) Well, thank you, thank you anyway. It's been my pleasure. Yes, of course. Archer, any time. Thank you so much. Have Have a great time with the podcast, everyone. Enjoy it.
it's that time again of the podcast. It's the quizzes with the misses. I mean, I think this is the best part of the podcast where if you don't know already, I ask Amber, my amazing, my beautiful, my wonderful partner, questions about the 40k. So I show her pictures of some minis and she has to guess what they are. Looks welcome, Amber. Hi, Amber. Hello. <laughs> That's like a proper hello, isn't it? Well, I have to match the energy uh, because you you build this up, like I said, like I've said to you before. It's like a curtain reveal. Yep. Of and we're going. Oh my god! Welcome the amazing, good, wonderful ah, everyone goes like woo, woo, and then the curtains open and it's like some tiny little ferret or something, <laughs> and everyone goes oh. And that's why I imagine, because you big me up so much and then I'm just this like weird dorky thing going, hello, hi everybody, welcome. It, it's just not the expectation. I think you should be like, right, it's the quiz with the missus. Like, just, just, just get it over and done with. Just get this shit over and done with. Here's my missus. She's all right, I guess. She's a bit annoying. God, she does my head in. Here she is. And then I'll be like, hi. And everyone will be like, oh, well, that's better than what I expected. I was expecting Mrs. Twit. And now Mrs. it's a little bit better. Oh, okay. I mean... I mean, it's I don't I don't want to downplay you. I mean, I just feel it would everyone be pleasantly surprised rather oh. than slowly let down like a deflating balloon. Oh, okay, you want to do it again then? Yeah, we go on. Again? Okay, so go I'll on. start again. So we're like, hey, everyone, it's the quiz with the misses again. Oh. So you know, I guess I have to do this part. I have to do this with my misses uh, Amber. Here she is. Hi. It works. I, I, um, I mean, I don't want to downplay you like that all the time. Right, we'll just have it as a one-off then. One-off. Maybe just for special occasions, just to remind people that it's actually okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> so how's uh, how's this episode been? Have you enjoyed your chat along with the one and only James Alexander? I really enjoyed talking to James. It was, yeah. I mean, how many times I had to thank him for just coming on to the show and obviously like talking to me about obviously what his obviously experiences with Warhammer and obviously obviously his main sort of thing is Dark Tide, isn't it? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Good. And he's just totally, but the thing is though, like he's not like, a, he doesn't big himself up at all. Like any other like actors and stuff like that. He's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I totally chill. And just like, he just lets it just like a duck off of water's back. So I think water, so- water for duck's back. I'm going to leave that in because it sounds funny. <laughs> oh, you're getting old. Yeah. He's a really cool guy. He's, he's very humble, very thankful. And he does, he does a lot to help me out, but he, he won't admit it. But he does a lot of kind of supporting and creating a nice community as well. Oh, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's a really good guy. And I think just so chill and humble. And I think that's... It's a common thing with voice actors, I think. Mm. It's very rare I've come across a voice actor who is like upper and ass type of thing. Mm. Oh, because you've had experience right, from doing Comic-Cons and obviously you help them, don't you? Yeah, so... You've kind of been there sort of like the PA or whatever. Yeah, kind of. So basically I just make sure that they're looked after and get them with anything they need and make sure that no creeps kind of stand there staring at them, which has happened last time. Oh my God. But... I have, I think the first one I ever worked was with voice actors from like anime and games like Genshin Impact and stuff. And they were so lovely and so thankful for your help. Whereas I've, I've experienced it from like an actor perspective for people who have been in movies years ago. And they're the rudest people I've ever come across yeah. in my life. You've said to me like you've, you haven't personally experienced that yourself but you've seen other people and saying like some of the bigger actors are like absolute dick yeah like some of them have had to have 10 people working in that queue because they're so erratic and normally hungover or drunk or on drugs or whatever it may be all the above all the above sometimes i think twice i've had one character that's been pretty problematic but yeah the voice actors always really chill and they put a lot of hard work into things that you don't realize they do a lot behind the scenes as well so mm. yeah they're always really cool and james is just yeah fantastic so i'm really glad he's on yeah i have to i, have to, I mean i have to say it again like i if james is listening to this like I, I thank him again for being on the show and chatting to me to some underdog sort of a podcaster who knows you never know what happened anyway we've been chatting for five minutes and we're not at the quiz time uh, quizzes. quizzes so i picked this topic because it's one of james's favorite factions it is the tau empire yeah what do you know about the tau empire they're normally like white and like white alien looking they kind of white armor yeah yeah and that's all i really know i think we've had an episode where i've 
guest tell stuff before? Yes, I believe because I tried to use one of these, one of the questions as one of the minis. I used, do you remember a Shadow Sun? Oh, yeah. So it was the female character for the Tao Empire. Mm. And I was going to use her again. I thought I would have used her in, in, the, in the top five female oh. in the quiz. And I think, yeah. yeah. I liked that one. So I was like, yeah, she, she, at that point, she recently had a model, a new model, I think. Yeah. So I couldn't use her, but yeah, she wears white armor Ah, in her Price's Battle suit. Nice. Okay, that's pretty much all I know. Right. So yeah, we've got four questions here for Amber, and obviously she's going to look at some models and she's going to describe them to us, and then she's going to guess what they are out of these three answers I'm going to give her. She has to guess the right one. Would you like to describe the first miniature for us, please? It's a little bit like if anyone's watched Aliens in the Attic, the film, it's a kid's film. They they look like those. Really? They look like Aliens in the Attic and Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy had a baby. They kind of got like Grootish colour scheme going on here. But then just like little aliens with... I'm going to say you've seen these before. Oh, have I? Yes. You know what else they look up? This one looks like with his mouth open. A mandrake from Harry Potter. I can kind of see it. So they just look like little alien soldiers with big, very big guns, actually. Like, they're super long guns. It almost like, looks like they got, like, dream catchery things on their weapons, but I don't think that's what it is. Probably fur or something. Yeah, that's my description. But what are they? Who are they? Who are they? Are they A, are they a Pathfinder squad? Hmm. Are they B, a Vespid Stingwing squad? What the f... Okay. Or are they C, a Croot Carnivore Squad? Ah, oh, Croot and Groot. <gasps> it's meant to be. Croot and Groot. Crooty Grooty. Crooty Grooty. Tooty Fruity. Like I said, I, you've seen one of these before. I'm going to give you I'm gonna give you a hint. It's from the Blackstone. Oh, shit. Yeah? Remember him? Yeah, he looks like the Birdman. Yeah. We used to call him Birdman. He looks like that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, it looks more like that one. With a little spiky body. I mean, he probably looks like every single one of them. But... Oh, shit. I can't remember what he is, though. Do you want to say them again? I've got to go with Croot, just because of the Groot. Croot with the Groot? Croot with the Groot. Croot with the Groot. Final answer? Yeah, final answer. You are correct. They are Croot carnivores, or that's what the Imperium have called them. And yes, there is one character, I think it's named Grek, in the Blackstone. And remember, I painted him like one of the sort of like green and then gave him like a red bill. Yeah. I think but yeah, so crew carnivores, and so they're they're like a, they're like an auxiliary faction to the Tau. Okay. So these aren't actually Tau people. These are like an auxiliary where they they've kind of made a pact and gone like, oh, fight for us, the greater good for the Tau Empire, and they've gone, okay, cool. And so they're kind of like a, a shock troop. So these are shock troops, really, and they're kind of funny because they their genetics are based upon what they eat. So they can actually change their genetics by other things that they eat. So for instance, I always like to use the example of if they want to get build bigger muscle or get put on weight and stuff like that they can eat a load of orc meat and they can actually put on mass and so yeah it's kind of funny yeah good one first one done next one so it's a bit of a a little vehicle little vehicle yeah so would you like to describe it for our audience please it's a little spaceship (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what else to say i mean it's orange and yellow but it kind of from a distance looks camouflage but when you zoom in it's more like square like blocky like mm. shapes there is a second photo if you want to go move on and it's a white one instead. oh well that's just ruined my description all right it's another spaceship and it's white and red and there's two little towel people with little helmets with a little cyclops eye sitting in it the other one looks better though why why did you throw me with that I just thought I'd give you a little variance. That's all. Mm-hmm. Like I liked that one. It was nice and colourful. I'm going to stick with that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's nothing, I'm not going to describe it too much. Okay, so it's kind of a, like it's like a bike sort of skimmer sort of thing. So, but what is it? What would they call it? Is it A, a prana? Is it B, a devil fish? Oh. Or is it C, a razor shark? All three of those are shit. Yeah, I know. They're yeah. awful. You have to think about it. These names are probably from third edition, so 20 odd years ago. Well, 20 years ago. Get your act together. Yeah, get your act together. Go on, eliminate years. one for me. Oh, you want to eliminate one? Get your dice out. All right, we're going to eliminate C, Razor Shark. I wasn't going to pick that anyway. <laughs> what absolute shite. So it's either A, a piranha, or B, a devilfish. Piranha. 
You go for prana. Yeah, don't just, just, you're just, you're just gonna. Yeah, just go for it. That's amazing. That's actually correct. <laughs> you know why I picked prana? Why? Just because the color made me think of prana over oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Actually, each one of these is actually a vehicle in the Tau range. Why are they all fish names? Yeah. I don't know, but we do refer to the Tau as fish people. Oh, okay. Are they actually fish people? I, I have no clue. There, there's some Xenos race, I mean... Oh, okay. It could be anything. Yeah, there could be anything. Play make-believe anything. So a piranha was... Actually, it wasn't actually made for war use. It was actually just like a small transport, which the water cast, which is another part of the Tau Empire, uh, use to sort of transport negotiators and things around sort of places that they're going. Okay. But it actually then was actually fitted for war. And so now that the the Imperium, obviously, like all the other things in the Tau sort of codex, was named the Piranha because it was how it was used. It was very so. It's two and there's two people in it, and it has you can see on the sides of of it, it has two little drones. Like, they can either be marker drones or gun turret drones. And so it's obviously they normally either hunt by themselves or they go in little packs and they kind of like skim around and just like make a big havoc. Hmm. So yeah, nice. well done. Yeah, fifty percent done. Moving I can, on. I can give up now. You can give up now. This is just a comparison one, so if you move along a little bit more, that's what we're actually looking at. Oh, okay. I was just giving it for a comparison to how big it is. Is it this one? It's that one. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. All right. Is that in comparison to a Terminator? That is a Dreadnought. A Dreadnought, sorry. I knew that. <laughs> okay, so it's quite a big, like a little Transformers thing, really. Just a massive robot with a big weapon and something else and a little towel person in it. Just think. Optimus Prime <laughs> for the towel. Yeah? Yeah, there we awesome. go. Sorted. Quite big. Yeah. There's another picture if you go further along. There's another one there. Oh, again, the orange looks better. Why do they keep going white? Who wants to paint white anyway? I know, white. Go, go with the orange. It looks yeah. better. That's the original colour as well, actually. I quite like it. Yeah, I don't like the white. And white on a white background, that's a bit silly. Yeah, it is a bit silly. Anyway, we'll go back to the orange. All right. What kind is it? So I'll tell you now, because it's in the name, it's a battle suit. Oh. So there'll be two little Tau in there piloting it. But what kind of battle suit is it? Is it A, a broadside battle suit? Is it B, a riptide battle suit? Or is it C, a tactical battle suit? I'm going to go B. Yeah? Simply because the theme of, like, water base. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Not, not broadside or a tactical? No. For the Riptide? Yeah. Final answer? Final answer. Really? Well, we're knocking these out. And you are correct. Yeah. It is a Riptide battle suit. Or in, I remember rightly, if I remember if I reading it, it's actually a TX104 Riptide battle suit. Because some reason they put numbers and letters in the front of their, their, front of their stuff. Okay. But yeah, you're correct. It's a Riptide. Yeah. And at one point, this was like a meta game where you'd have three of these big ass things and it just shoots the shit out of anything because it has this thing if I remember reading the information because I know absolutely nothing about Tau. They have this thing called like, it's like a Nova Reactor where you can overcharge your weapons on it mm. and it can do serious damage to the battle suit in game or you know, in theory. But it can like, you can basically sustain a long superior of fire. So it's it's kind of for the greater good. I'll kill myself, but I will just cont continually just spray and pray. It normally has an ion accelerator blaster, I think it's called, and it has a riptide shield. Where it, what it basically can do, it can produce a shield where it can protect itself, but also other allies next to it as well. It's kind yeah. of a big, like it's a big arsenal basically for the town. Okay. Well done. Thanks. So this last one is a character. Okay. Uh, that's its original model. If you want to go on, that's its latest model, which I think looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks better. The first one looks like... The first one looks absolute shit. <laughs> yeah. So would you like to describe this? Uh... Which one? The early one or the later one? Maybe the later one might be better. It's kind of the same principle, just thing. Almost like if Transformers went samurai. It kind of looks like it, because the base has got little yeah. trees and whatnot. It's red. It has a little shield on one side, holding the sword on the other, and then has extended arms towards the back, but I don't know what they're for. Maybe like boosters or something? It's a jetpack. Yeah, pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to tell you now, it is a commander. Okay. So remember like Commander, uh, commander Shadow Sun? Mm -hmm. So this gentleman is, is a different commander, but who is he? Is he Commander Farsight? Or is he Commander Darkstrider? Or is he Commander Longshot? Eliminate one. You're gonna eliminate one? Yeah. Alright, let's get my dice out again. Who are we gonna eliminate? We're gonna eliminate C. 
Long shot. Commander long shot. I want to go Dark Strider, but I, I think that's because I like it, whereas Farsight, I don't know. It's between you and getting a full 100% as well. I know, and I kind of want to use another thing, but I can't ask a friend, and I don't want to trust their judgement. <laughs> oh. It's 50-50. I'm kind of trying to look and be like, why would it be Dark Strider? And then I'm Commander trying to think. Dark Strider or Commander Farsight. But then, I get Farsight, I'm doing it. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, sure? Yeah. Because it's correct. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> done. Well done. Look at you and your tap. James is going to be so proud I of know, you. I know, that's all I was <laughs> like, if I get this wrong, James is going to be let down. He's going to be He's gonna be so pleased. Yeah, so quickly wrap this up. But like, yeah, Commander Farsight, he was nicknamed that because he could almost predict enemies' plans, seeing the future, or farsight the future, and obviously he could then use his tactics or use his brilliant tactics to obviously outmaneuver his foes. He he's a different colour. He's red because he's actually he's actually a renegade of the Tower forces. He's a bit of a, a bit of a badass, a bit of a, a bit of a edge lord, literally because he's got his blade. <laughs> we think, I believe, from what I what I know, what I've been told, the the blade is, could p- potentially be demonic. Oh, okay. So he actually has a demonic Xenos blade, which we don't know. I mean, he has been living for quite a long time, more more than a normal Tau would be able to live. Mm. He is part of the Farsight Enclave, which is basically, like I said, an offshoot of the Tau Empire, who kind of been seen as rebels now or renegades. And he has his own, he set up his own sort of enclave and his own sort of forces and things. And he's head of that, he's commanding that sort of forces. So he's a bit of a, it's a bit of a badass, but picked to do a Tau, I'll probably pick him or his enclave because it sounds like, you know, he's a rebel and it's a bit like an underdog, but mm. like he's still doing the great good stuff. So well done. Yeah. Well done. Like 100% for the Tau. I'm actually really glad. For, I'm actually like, yeah, well done. I'm really, I'm really impressed. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. What can I say? <laughs> Lucky guessing. You're like rubbing yourself like, 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 oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> No, not at all. It's just lucky guesses or thinking about how things sound when you say them out loud and stuff. That's mm. all it is. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But I mean, like, most of those are actually things from the Tau. I've made up a few, like, tactical battle suit that was made up. Longshot, I don't believe, is actually a name at all. Okay. So I made one or two up, but yeah, they were all part of the Tau sort of forces, and you managed to smash them out of the park. So well done. I'm actually really pleased with you. That's all from the me, myself, and 40k on this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked it. And yeah, we'll see you next time. It's obviously, as you know, bye from me and bye from Amber. Bye. And we'll see you next time on me, myself, and 40k.